We are gathered here for the official christening of my abode as the house of truth. Veteran actor Silomake Kangube performing a biographical theater play based on Kentemba's life and writing. Canada's Daniel Temba, popularly known as Ken Temba, was born in 1924 in Marabastad in Pretoria. After graduating with a teaching diploma and obtaining an English degree with distinction, Temba moved to Sophia Town, a vibrant multiracial community in Johannesburg. Besides working as a reporter and later as the editor of Drum Magazine, Ken Temba also wrote a number of short stories, some of which have been reproduced as theatre plays and short films. In commemoration of the 50th anniversary of his death, on the 8th of September, a symbolic tree was planted at one of Sophia Town's historic sites, the Church of Christ the King, one of a few buildings that survived the demolition of Sophia Town during the apartheid era. The English oak tree will be known as the Kentemba Memorial Tree. It's similar to the famous Sophia Town oak, a huge tree nearly the size of a baobab, which served as a gathering spot for residents and anti-apartheid activists. It came to be known as the hanging tree after two Sophia Town residents hung themselves from its branches. It was reportedly in protest against the forced removals of residents in the 1950s and 60s so that the then government could build a white-only suburb called Triumph, Africans for Triumph. <laughs> well, I'm told I look like him. Yvonne Temba's knowledge of her father is through stories told to her by her mother, relatives and Ken's friends. Um, Mom used to tell amazing stories of um, Papa Ken and she would say he loved to sing, he loved to whistle and he'd come home and, and, and tell jokes. And one of his favorite um, songs was Somebody Loves Me, I Wonder Who. And, and they would have an amazing time. So he was a family man. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. Yvonne says her family is proud of the legacy Kentemba has left for South Africans and the world. We look upon his lessons and the people that he's, he's touched through his works and through um, um, his mentoring during the drum days and for us as a family so we appreciate that the world is acknowledging him as we are in this amazing month called september heritage month johannesburg's mmc for community development nonsense sifumba says ken temba used his pen to mark his name in history what we are observing today is the historic refusal of the legacy of ken temba and sophia town to die the symbolic tree will be a continued reminder of the person Ken Temba was and what he stood for. Sipiwo Mahala is the author of a number of books, including The House of Truth, a biographical play about the life of Ken Temba. He's also completing a PhD degree on the topic. Mahala says he was fascinated by the rich story of Ken Temba that was never documented. He says Ken was a voracious reader who read indiscriminately. Mahala describes Ken's writing as evergreen. 
his kind of writing, it was not for the now. Uh, it's, it's the evergreen kind of writing. That is why today, uh, more than 50 years since he published The Suit, for instance, the story is still very popular across the world. So um, his writing was not just about the headlines. He spoke to generations. The Suit is Kentemba's short story about a married woman caught committing adultery. Her lover jumps out of the window, leaving his suit behind. The husband then uses the suit to torment the wife. When you analyze it, you find that it's, 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 it's beyond just um, the case of two people. It speaks to uh, the conditions in Sofia Town and, uh, of the 50s. Um, it speaks to the conditions under which black people lived. But it also uh, speaks to universal themes of love and uh, adultery and uh, you know, similar themes that uh, everyone can relate to. The suit has been made into a short film. Not only has it been shown at film festivals in more than 18 countries, it has also won many international awards, including for best short film. Ken Temba died on the 8th of September 1968. Ironically, it's the same date the United Nations has declared World Literacy Day. Many say the best lesson we can learn from Ken's life is to continue reading and to inculcate this culture in the generations to come. I'm Sebo Pakhani in Johannesburg. It's not unbelievable, maybe. Could be perhaps it's you.